0: We've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time though.
1: Thank you for downloading this Absolute Radio podcast brought to you by Energy Smart from British Gas. Ta-ra. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye now. See you later.
2: See ya. Goodbye. At British Gas. We know your home is your world. That's why, with new Energy Smart, you can say goodbye to estimated bills. Plus, get a free electricity monitor that will help you use less. Sign up at BritishGas.co.uk.
0: Look after your world with British Gas. Exclude selected tariffs. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Welcome to the uh, podcast midweek absolute frank skinner thing and um this is frank skinner i'm here with emily and gareth hello we're just sitting around chewing the fat you know <laughs> it is chewing the chewing the fat as um where's my jingles during the cake we just been I can't cake. believe it my jingles aren't here i can't i can't work without my jingles a bit like santa claus is jingles respect. your butler yeah, exactly. I, like the I idea can't go without my jingles. An extremely camp <laughs> bottle called Jingles. Uh, jingles, can you warm my upper sheet? <laughs> um, speaking of campness, did you see that uh, Danny LaRue's... You know Danny Danny LaRue, the I, I lady think I impressionist? Do. I, I believe his full name is Danny LaRue de Chocolat. <laughs> he um, His costumes were sold this week, um, loads of them pantomime stuff and all these women's clothes and stuff and uh, they went for 40 grand and I feel like I, I missed oh. out Well mm. you did? I would have liked a bit of Danny
1: I can see you as a panto dame
0: well the, the gayest thing I ever saw I, I don't breath. I don't right. <laughs> the nation holds its breath <laughs> I was at a um, a Shirley Bassey concert that's and pretty uh, gay, so far, uh, yeah. Already, I'm all, already well down. And, and she said, that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have some stars in the audience. Well, actually, she said, ladies and gentlemen, we have some great stars in the audience tonight. And uh, she, and she introduced Danny LaRue, and he stood up and took the applause of the audience, and I thought, it doesn't get any camper than this. <laughs> and I used to... It has become all theatrical anecdotes. So then there was the time the producer <laughs> said to me, I was at the City Varieties Theatre in Leeds, And they used to um, have this picture of advertising theatrical digs. (laughs) And it was this bloke. It was something like Raymond Debonair, blah, blah, blah. And it had a picture of him. And the picture advertising his theatrical digs was him and Danny LaRue both holding a glass of champagne. to camera. I so wanted to stay there, (laughs) even though there'd be a price to pay. I bet the
1: glass as well was from one of those garages where they used to do promotions (laughs) in the 80s and give you a free champagne glass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I bet it was. Uh, I heard a story about he was going to do a gig, Danny LaRue, and uh, he said he has to bring his dog with him. He obviously had one of them little dogs.
1: Oh, of course he did.
0: And uh, (laughs) so they said yes, and then when they found the hotel... Um, the, the hotel said sorry we can't have dogs we can't make exceptions for mm. whoever so some poor person who worked in the office had to phone Danny LaRue and tell him he couldn't bring the dog and Danny LaRue just said no dog no Danny <laughs> <laughs> and that was it he didn't do the gig <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I've used
0: variations on that uh, many times. Oh, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yes, of course, I can only do things that begin with F with my name. And
1: mm. Mm. So, Gareth, what were you banging on about this morning? About McDonald's, you were telling me something.
2: Um, yes, they've um, started... to you two speak off air? Sometimes. <laughs> Don't stop that now. <laughs> um, they've started a GCSE for McDonald's now. Or you can do you can do work experience at McDonald's right. um, for 10 days, and it counts as equivalent of a B-grade GCSE. Has it, has it replaced the little gold stars, what they used to have on their shirts? The little
1: golden arches, it is.
2: No, I think they continue, but like, as a school person, you can have a little bit of time at McDonald's and, and a qualification. Well, so it's you reliable. get
1: a GCSE for flipping burgers? Yes. Oh, my God.
2: You have to go on the drive through as well. Didn't you work you there? To, I did. I, I worked at McDonald's for about a year, I yeah. did as well. Oh, you did? <laughs> did I, hell. Oh,
0: how could I have even thought for a second?
1: <laughs> I went there once, though.
2: Anyway. <laughs> well, so what was it like? You knew old McDonald's who owned a lot of land.
1: <laughs> Had a lovely farm, actually. It's our ancestor. <laughs>
0: Are you suggesting that she knows old McDonald? <laughs> Oh, too late. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Triffid theme. You see, my jingles are here, but they're not here. So we're having a technical nightmare.
1: So, tell us about this extraordinary experience.
2: Yeah, I worked there. I was a... Macaulay well, that's professor. a great story. <laughs> <Yeah>. Gathered <laughs> by yeah, the fireside not... children. Uh, again,
0: it's right up there with Sir Gawain and the Queen Knight. <laughs>
2: what happened? Was what it good? is a Knight of the Round Table. That's true, Sir Gareth. Um, but yeah, so I, well, I worked there. There's no story involved. Uh, I worked there, and then I stopped <laughs> working Gareth there. Don't. There was no narrative. Yeah, there was but no Gareth, narrative you don't. You have girls. to explain.
1: You're saying I worked there. What did it involve? Did you have to
2: cook? I was mostly they 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 put the girls, the pretty girls, on the on the front where the tills are. Those right. are the pretty girls? Yes. They, <laughs> Wowza. Honestly, Em, they are the pretty girls. <laughs> and then the freaks they put on the grill. Oh, Were you on the grill? So How was was on the grill? I was on the grill. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be worth seeing. Yeah. <laughs> that must bring those spots up to a head. <laughs> yeah, did you make really the shakes? Um, no, you just put them you just put a big you get a big plastic bag a sealed plastic bag I don't believe you work there it sounds made up (laughs) what a plastic (laughs) bag a plastic bag of milk did you say (laughs) yeah and you you pour it in the back of the machine Mm. Mm. and um yeah and uh, I was rubbish I was absolutely rubbish working there I got no stars I worked there for a year and didn't guess. I think I might have earned a star, but they never gave me it. Do people keep saying, I'll have a
1: cheeseburger? (laughs)
2: Hello?
1: Hello? A cheeseburger? Can
2: I find
0: that? Can it get any more pathetic than saying, I think I earned a star, but they didn't give it to me? (laughs) You didn't get a star! Don't come like I should have got one! What kind of, some sort of... Post McDonald's angst. Mm. It's too late. You didn't. You had the chance
2: and, to get a start. I had one moment where there, there was a glimmer of possibility that I'd be a truly successful McDonald's worker when the franchisee, the mm. man who owned that particular branch of McDonald's, mm. Wayne, his name was. Oh. He he, you know, spent time with us <laughs> <laughs> on McGrill. And really? um I was rubbish so Oh, everyone was he, hanging out he, around he, the grill he, he, it's he all was,
1: about the grill this season.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was um working alongside me as you know because it's part of the ethos worked together with the staff and he saw I was rubbish mm. and he said I'm going to I'm going to stick with you and I'm going to train you and you are going to you are going to be <laughs> you're going to be brilliant at this. I, I I swear to it. That's, and um, That was a fabulous moment. That. <laughs> I never saw that's him like again. But
0: in Rocky, when he runs yeah. up to the top of the stairs, yeah, yeah. you never saw him again.
2: No, never, never saw him again. Uh, and that's where I think my life took a turn.
0: Well, I think it, it did. I wonder why he why didn't pursue that promise. <laughs>
1: Well, it 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 makes a girl think, really. Yeah. Can I just ask, did the outfits? Did you break out? Because they're quite nylon-y, aren't they? mm
2: Did I did I break out in the skin condition? Yeah. Um. No. No more than normal. Oh, okay. I don't think nylon causes a skin condition,
1: does it? Oh, it does when you've got sensitive skin like mine. Uh-huh. I can't wear man-made fibres. Yeah, I
0: doubt <laughs> you've been anywhere near nylon. Ni- maybe nylons.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Hey, see what I? Mm.
1: So we all know about McDonald's now.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think we do. After that um, epic yarn, <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, I was—I know I, someone once sent in an email to the show and said I talk about my girlfriend too much. But you know, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, one thing that, I, as I pointed out, is that she often says the wrong. She she says th- phrases, well-known phrases, but she gets them wrong, and I find it a great delight. Mainly because it, it's definitely accidental, you know, and that's that's what I love about it. And she was saying, she was talking about um, Mother's Day and she said, oh, you, me and Rachel wanted to do something, her sister wanted to do something special for Mother's Day, I don't, don't know, we're going to have to get our thinking gloves on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and,
0: and I thought, you know, I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't I mind some thinking, thinking gloves.
1: Great. I wonder
0: if you've got some, you know, you need to... Do you remember the other week we were reading the paper and there was a kid who'd been forced to sit under the thinking tree mm. in, in a class? And again, I think an area or an article of clothing that you put on for the purpose of thinking yeah. would be quite a good idea. I once interviewed Jermaine Greer, and she lives like on a out in the country, and she told me that she puts aside three hours a day for thinking... Does she? Just for actual thinking, she just sits and she thinks for three hours. Thinking, you know, about cooking, knitting, doing just, just, the washing. You know how bad it is, girl stuff. Yeah, she just uh, <laughs> she just thinks. Oh, she didn't say that. Yeah, she thinks a lot about Peter Andre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm thinking I might get an article of clothing or an area of the flat, which is my thinking, thing. like a thinking cap. Like a thinking cap, which I mm. think was probably what the phrase she was after mm. when she said it. But I think thinking gloves I like better because you. Stare oh, I at love
1: it. a thinking glove, yeah. long black leather.
0: <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking that. Oh. I was thinking those fingerless <laughs> I
1: was fingerless. Oh, more Fagin
0: you've more got. Fagin got fagin. On. Yeah, I was thinking more, more sort of um, Albert Steptoe. Yeah. Don't leave me, Aaron. That's that's obviously I had to think a little bit beyond that. <laughs> but yeah, so thinking clothes. That's what I think. <laughs> uh, what about... What about...
1: The Chinese woman with the horn on her the head. The Chinese
0: woman <laughs> with the horn on her head. I mean, come on. <laughs> this woman, she's 101. This Chinese woman.
1: She looks a bit like Marky Smith. Don't take it the wrong way, Frank, but she does.
0: OK. And, uh, well, she's 101, for goodness sake. Oh, exactly. And she's grown a six centimetre horn out of her head. And she's got another one just coming through on not the other, the other end. Yeah, no, not the oh. other end. <laughs> oh no, that'd be that'd be good for Carina.
1: <laughs> but when uh, you say she's grown, you make it sound like she's cultivated it, and there was some element of choice involved. No,
0: no, there's, there is an illness apparently which which causes um, horns to grow, oh. but usually they don't even break the skin. They just get like a little lump on the skin. But hers is it's like a black horn. A horn. It's it's the sort of thing that. She could wear a hat which would help to cover it, and if it got a bit hot, she could hang the hat on the hall. Yeah.
1: Mm. It's Narnian, it is. Is it? Yeah. Well it looks like it could be a character in Narnia.
0: She oh, with... makes to look like a banana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> along with Marco in the philandering woodland elf.
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um but she's, she said the family are quite. There was a picture of her in the paper posing to show off her horn, <laughs> as, as it were. And of course, being 101, her hair is very thin now and silvery. So she can't even comb it forward to cut. That's what I'd do. I'd have a quiff that sort of sat on the horn, that used it as a kind of support. There was a. Ma- anyway, she's. Um, I must. Have I ever told you about the Enigma? No, the Enigma no. was a man who he grew horns. What he did, he had them. Uh, he had coral mm. um, transplanted on his skull so it would grow, and he grew coral really? horns. He was in the Jim Rose um, Circus, that sort of freak show that's going around. Oh, okay, and he was called the Enigma and I think his, his first name was Martin, I think. Martin and I, Enigma. I, I was staying at the same hotel <laughs> as him in, uh, in Melbourne, and I noticed he'd actually signed the book, Martin Enigma. <laughs> and not only did he have the horns, but he, had, um, he was tattooed, With a jigsaw design all over his body, so he had it was just like he was an enormous jigsaw
2: guy with the jigsaw.
0: Yeah, was
1: there a pattern on the jigsaw like a Henry VIII oil painting? No, no. No, He he
0: was, It was him. He was the picture on there. But we got into a lift, me, him, and this Australian woman and and a child. And uh, Mm. this child was looking up at at Martin (laughs) Anigma, and I thought, what is it? He's going to say something. And he he turned to his mum and said. He's like a puzzle. (laughs) (laughs) That was certainly true. But the Chinese woman is leaning Mm -hmm. on a farming implement. Is she? What is it with the Chinese peasantry and farming implements? They can't have a photo taken without having a a hoe or something. I don't mean... Mm -hmm. No, without having a hoe or some sort of uh, rake with them. I mean, are they forever? Could she not? I mean, she's 101. Also, she must get a day Can off. I be honest?
1: If I was having, if the World Press were coming up to take a photo of me, I would have made a bit of an effort with my clothes. <laughs> well,
0: exactly. I, mean, I suppose well, once like, you've got a six yeah. centimetre horn, <laughs> you might start to give up on your appearance, generally.
1: I know, but wash the anorak. Comb the silvery hair. <laughs> take a, the bubbles out of the scarf. What worried <laughs> me Polish is there was, there was
0: fingerprints on the ankles where <laughs> clearly they've been using her for plowing. <laughs> since the horn had grown, and I thought that was wrong. Maybe just for making holes for the seeds.
2: <laughs> Let's cut to the chase, though. Right? She is clearly the I d- devil. D- Can I just say, I don't think that should be your catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far, I've got Saturday morning, which is no good for anything else apart from Saturday mornings.
0: What about Johnny Cash's catchphrase, which was, "Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. <laughs> that is good. Well, it, never, it was never plagiarised. No good for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: you could try
0: though I'm Gareth Richards. I think I have tried that. <laughs> did it work? Uh, did they
2: all laugh and get a laugh?
0: Oh, that's, they haven't picked up on it yet as a catchphrase. Uh, people
2: laugh it. when Johnny Cash did it though? Or they saw. They oh, goodness, Johnny Cash. They did. Cheer they because, did
0: cheer. They, because that
2: was what oh, he always please. said. Hmm. Anyway,
0: he should have said, what "Here's was Johnny." C- are you cutting into the I chase? I was saying
2: yet? that what we sc- the elephant in the room is that this old Chinese lady is clearly Satan. She's growing horns. She's she's the devil. Yeah. Out of context, that?
1: that could sound quite bad.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't. You know, I don't. I'm not saying because she's Chinese. I'm saying because she's got horns growing out of her head. No, I think horns is a.
0: And I haven't even got to the pointy tail element. <laughs> <laughs> I was saving that for the uh,
2: none for of my next ta- week. T- none of my tails have points. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: now you admit it at last. <laughs> you heard it here, gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> what kind of a podcast is this? <laughs> Where's the dancers come on? <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, man. No wonder I'm... Oh, yes. I was going to say, no wonder I'm going grey. But mm-hmm. um, did you read that John Barrowman, a man yeah. who I'm always, I've am always i always loved, John Barrowman, I'll tell you love why. You love Barrowman. I'll tell you what I love about John Barrowman. It's, it's been a bit of a roundabout reason for loving anyone. But um, when I was... Uh, a kid, I, there used to be a lot of West Indian kids lived in our, um, around by us and this was in the days when West Indian kids, because they hadn't been in England that long or their parents hadn't they still talked in a West Indian accent and used West Indian terms it's all sort of changed and, and white kids and black kids have sort of met in the middle in a sort of unsatisfactory youth talk but the West Indian kids had fabulous like we had a, a woman who worked in the paper shop who always called Trudy who always wore a purple jumper. And they used to call her de La Purple, which (laughs) I really liked. It's poetry. (laughs) But I had a very thin friend who was about six foot one and weighed about six stone. And we called him Beanpole and Skinny and, and all the things. And then uh, one of these kids said to me, he said, uh, i met see your friend uh, last night, narrow man. narrow man. And a narrow man is such a fabulous term for a thin person. Whenever I think of John Barrowman, I always think of John Narrowman, for that reason. <laughs> so that's why I love John Barrowman. It's nothing to do with his tight little bottom, if that's what anyone was thinking. <laughs> Although this.
1: I do love that.
0: Oh, it is. Goodness mate. Honestly, you couldn't get a... Tube ticket between I his buttons. When
1: I met him and I was talking <laughs> about designer I've clothes tried. on the country, Do you want I to believe. know? Yes, I did meet John Barrowman. Sorry, it wasn't Raymond Blanc. <laughs> um, when I met John Barrowman and he was, I was saying, "Oh, do you wear expensive clothes?" He was like, "Are you kidding?" TK Maxx, Primark. He literally started showing me the labels on everything he was wearing.
0: Really? And he went, oh, wow. "I can't believe that." He must be a very rich man. You no, know, he
1: goes to TK Maxx and Primark, but he mixes with expensive labels. That's the secret.
0: Anyway, the story is his hair is completely white. Apparently, so. Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, obviously he He showed it because um, he was on Alan Carr's show mm. and um, he showed it, they, for, he's doing Desperate Housewives and they're asking him to grow it grey. like it. I and mean, is he going to do that? Yeah, I think so.
1: Oh, because he said that his boyfriend had said to him that he wasn't ready for he's it. What? His what? <laughs> oh, sorry, I was. His boyfriend <laughs> said he wasn't ready for it.
0: I had a terrible situation <laughs> once. I, I, I was talking to this uh, lesbian. It was, it was a woman I really liked. And she said to me, um, I, I was just talking to my girlfriend about it. And I, I honestly didn't hear what she said. So she said <laughs> to my girlfriend, I said, talking to you what? <laughs> As if I'd you said what? And she said, um, well, my girlfriend. And I thought, oh, my God, now she thinks I, I balked at the word girlfriend. And it was a very awkward situation. Which I could only end with one of my mock faints.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Which um, I've been close to a couple of times already in this podcast, but I thought, uh, luckily, I held back and it was, it was good. And also, um, on the white hair theme, mm. Chris Evans was in the paper this week, completely white.
1: Oh, he looks like Charlie Drake these yeah, days. Yeah, com- com- completely
0: white. And then the next day, he was making a public appearance and he was ginger again. Now, this is a man who is deliberately, <laughs> they <to> say deliberately, <laughs> dyeing his hair ginger in a, in a sort of crazy.
1: Oh, oh, fine that's true. That's extraordinary. Yeah.
2: Because grey hair is supposed to be a sign of wisdom and. You'd rather no, have, have grey than ginger. I think it means red. you're hurtling headlong towards the grave. Oh, right.
1: But you'd rather have that than Chris Evans real, would you? you? Know,
2: ginger has other connotations. Yeah. Apart from Windsor. Wi- Windsor.
0: Apart
1: <laughs> oh, from Windsor. <laughs>
2: yeah. We'll see. Is this, are you move moving to some sort of Prince
0: Harry here? <laughs> we've got Ginger, we've got Windsor, we've got Pig
1: Iron.
0: <laughs> oh. Well, we have, I don't think we've had a Raymond Blanc anecdote kind of this week <laughs> from uh, Gareth. Name drops a lot, but it's always the
2: same name. <laughs> Do you have any Raymond Blanc news? Well, I've only met Raymond Blanc the once, but I did <laughs> remember hold, something. Hold, I hold on. Yeah, had but just don't let, let that hold on. stop you. Just, let's give this.
0: It's it's proper. Okay. It's what it deserves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I've only met Raymond Blanc the once, but um, I did remember something I hadn't told you about it yet. Oh,
1: oh God, God. wait.
2: Well, there were these. There were in in the cafe, and it was the cafe. That oh, I love an anecdote that begins okay. in the cafe. <laughs> God. The Maison Blanc. Yeah. In Winchester. Nice. Um, I'm sorting some sort of sponsorship deal out. <laughs> it's going to be big. Um, there, were two, there were two ladies I there. I think must it'll been. be Petit Myself. <laughs> there was two ladies who must have been in their mid-twenties. You
1: told us this last time. No, that was right.
2: the old ladies and the half eclair. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is the two slightly younger ladies and the lemon tart. <laughs> Well, I don't know. So there's three um, of them. So like
1: Agatha Christie
2: mysteries. <laughs> they've bought a lemon tart. And they've got a whole one between them. Like you, you, <laughs> you...
0: It's a Gareth dad. doubt <laughs> no, a Gareth dad coming in. You should eat
2: it, you know, all yourself. And they were going, oh, 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 no, we're eating all of this. It's awful of us, isn't it? We're awful for doing this. But it's OK, it's okay, It's lemon. You know it's fruit, just like probably one of our five a day. And Raymond Blanc. Hold it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Raymond Blanc um let le- over and said, "Sorry ladies, I could not help overhearing you. I have to tell you that the desserts here, none of them are good for you. They all have they all have bad" <laughs> They all have butter or they have cream. The lemon, it is just for taste. (laughs) You are not getting a good supply of fruit here. But it is a treat. Brutally honest, right? (laughs) (laughs) Always. Brutally honest. (laughs) Well, I respect him for that. Yeah, that's that's integrity. So what
1: happened? Did he then, did he turn on his heel?
2: (laughs) Well, yeah, and then he (laughs) just went back and we went into the back room and got off with each other. (laughs) (laughs) How, um...
0: I'm leaving that. How, uh, how big was this tart? I hope no one's tuning at that moment.
2: Well, I, rec- I reckon that if you ordered a slice of tart, you would have got a sixth of it, <laughs> if you imagine that. Right, and two of them and were two eating. of them were wolfing it down like a... Oh, well, there'll be more wolf. tales from uh,
0: Raymond Blanc's <laughs> have an cafe. What's can we the... have an outro? Well, I don't want I don't to <laughs> over-egg the pudding, as Raymond would say if he was here. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously <it's> he'd <laughs> say... The way they do. Uh, well, that, I, I, I love that story. I want to like... They're all from the same visit. They're not, they're not even different, Raymond Blanc anecdotes. You've broken it
2: down. That's... I may do an album. I may do a spoken word album. That's Gareth it, Richards, that's when that's I met him on Mont Blanc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gareth Richards in the Maison Blanc. I can't even
1: say your name. <laughs> no. Gareth Richards. Mont
2: Blanc, if yeah. you call
1: it. Yeah, Mont Blanc. <laughs> oh, dear.
2: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> now we've, no, we've all said oh dear. Can we just
0: leave it there? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.